Welcome to another edition of the KSL Sports Beat After Hours Podcast. Yes! After Hours. Yeah, we're After Hours here with your host. I'm Sean Walker. That voice, lovely debonair voice over there that you hear is Hema Hemuli Jr. Jr. Uh, We're just kicking it here in the studio, After Hours Studio, and Hema. Yes? Do you know what's up? What's up? Uh, Today's a little bit of a historic day. And no, I'm not talking about Donovan Mitchell's first ever playoff appearance, although we'll get to that. Okay. Today's a historic day because we're here in the KSL Sports Beat after our studio, uh, just about 30 minutes after you executively produced (laughs) your very own edition of KSL Sports Beat with Jeremiah Jensen. All by myself. All by your lonesome self. All by myself, dude. How do you feel? I feel good. The, uh... The anxiety and like high is kind of coming down right now. Like, I feel good. I feel good. It wasn't a perfect broadcast by any means, but it was, it was, it was good. Um, kind of felt like, you know, you ride your bike for the first time without your training wheels. You feel good, right? Even though you may have like ran into a garbage can or a mailbox or two. You're strong. Oh, you're, you're talking my childhood now. <laughs> you're talking my childhood and my teenagehood and a little bit of my adulthood for that matter. But we won't get into that. Right, right. We won't get into that. We're, we're talking about Speaking my Speaking of, I got a, do, you know, do you know a good mechanic? Oh. Do you know a good body shop? I, I got somebody. I got a guy. <laughs> Let me know. Let okay. me know. <laughs> that, so that's what happened today. I produced my first show all by myself. Um, if you guys, you know, if our listeners remember the episode before or the extra before, we talked to, to, to Matt Glade. You talked to Matt Glade, right? The, we the did. Matt Glade. Had, we had the <clears throat> Matthew L. Glade on the, the podcast. Okay. Dude was, dude is like, dude is like Yoda, right? And he, he's won like three three Emmys, all these other awards. He's produced all these really great um, things. And I kind of had to fill his spot. So I was kind of like Obi-Wan where he just kind of like thrust it on me. and um, Thrust. He thrust it at me pretty hard. Pretty hard. Thrusting so hard. So... We're going to get an explicit text (laughs) on this podcast now for that, right? Dude, so like... Sexual content. so that's what, yeah, I, I pretty much got, he, he left for greener pastures, you know, RIP, you know, let's, I think we should, uh, pour one out for him. Don't you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's pour, pour one out. Let's pour one out. We're not actually going to pour one out cause there's a lot of expensive equipment in this right. room. We don't want to get electrocuted but, uh, this, or this is for you. This is for you. Former producer, Mac Glade. RIP baby. Cheers. Cheers. Riveting right. radio. <sighs> Thank you. But now we're moving into the Hemahemuli era of Sports Beat. This is your first After Hours podcast as the executive producer of KSL Sports Beat. That it um, is. And what a show to open it on. Right. What a show to open it on. The Utah Jazz in 2018 playoffs. They're in Oklahoma City down there. Rod Zundel's down there. We're back here in the station in Salt Lake. Uh, holding up it down. his stuff. That's right. <laughs> holding it down. And uh, the Jazz... Um, well, they didn't win. They didn't win. But hey, you know what? Actually, let's give you an achievement real quick. Okay, thank you. First, first uh, sports beat produced. So achievement unlocked. Another achievement for you. And the Jazz did not celebrate the occasion 
Um, they fall to the Oklahoma City in game one. PG-13, Paul George with an absolutely unreal night. He was crazy, dude. He was ridiculous tonight. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, a little bit ridiculous. He was a little he bit. He was the crazy guy yeah, on our team. Yeah, a little team. bit, 27-10. Uh, best double-double by a playoff rookie in their first performance since LeBron James in 06, mm-hmm. I want to say. I saw a little something-something from ESPN Stats and Info, so shout-out to ESPN Stats and Info, shout even out. if you did let go my man Paul Carr. <laughs> shout-out to Paul. <laughs> love you, brother. Still love ESPN Stats and Info, but love them a little less now. Right. So the Jazz, man, they like – the. I'll, I'll tell you, the first five minutes of that game, maybe ten, I was like, we're going to win, and we are going to smash these guys. If you remember, there was like... It was looking that way. It looked that way. I mean, Rubio was dishing behind the back, like no look. Um, Donovan slam dunked that one. It, everyone was going off. Everything was clicking. They couldn't stop... 12-point lead in the first quarter. Right. They couldn't stop the pick and roll off that one. And it 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 looked like we had that locked down. And I was very naive to think so. Uh, I mean, games aren't ever won in one quarter. Right? Sure. I mean, and then you're like, oh, then, you know, like we said, PG just started to go off. 36 points. 36 new, points. A new personal playoff high for <sighs> PG-13. Playoff 36 P. points. He was threatening that, like, playoff the day before. P. He was like, playoff P hasn't shown up yet, or he's about to show up or something like that. And boy, did he show up. Playoff P showed up. Westbrook showed up. Uh, my man Adams showed up. Dude, that's my Steven guy. Adams. That's my guy. 12.7 rebounds. Right. Awesome. So he's he's from New Zealand. That's why he's my guy. I wish he was on our team, but we can talk about that some other time. Uh, Yeah, so PG-13, 36 points, new playoff career high, 29-13 and 13 from Russell Westbrook. He's dece. He's, he's all right. He's okay. Yeah, That he's guy, okay. whoever he is, right? Yeah, he's okay. So they uh, they go in and spoil Donovan Mitchell's first ever playoff appearance. Again, 27-10. and 10. That should be the story of the night from a rookie. Um, but it's not. It's not. Just can't, can't quite defend on the Paul George. Jazz fall in game one, 116 to 108. Game two on Wednesday. Game You'll two be on there. Wednesday. You'll be there. And I by will. there, I mean right here in the broadcast <laughs> right. house. I will be back there. sound from Rod Sundell, who is in <laughs> Oklahoma City. I'll be there in spirit. Yeah. We'll, we'll all be there in spirit a little bit. Right. Uh, what do the Jazz need to change on Wednesday? Uh, to try to steal home court. I don't know. Okay, I, I honestly, I don't Thrilling have Thrilling analysis from Henry <laughs> Hamilton Jr. right there. Drumroll, the answer is I don't know. Okay. Hold on, hold on, I can do this, I can do this. Let's throw that drum roll in there. What did the Jazz need to do? I don't know. Score more points. Donnie can't do it all by himself. Ingles needs to find a way to get open, and he needs to find a way to throw down. We need Jingles to jingle, right? Jingle and Joe. They call him Jingle and Joe for a reason. Yeah. He need- wasn't jingling tonight. He uh, wasn't. 13 points, one assist. They shut him yeah. down pretty well. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the hard thing about Joe Ingles tonight is he makes that ridiculous three-pointer in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of the Jazz's first possessions was their second possession, third possession, something like that. It's super early. Mm-hmm. Really, really early in the game. Uh, he makes that three-pointer, spot up three, and that was almost like telling Paul George, like, right. oh, oh, that's what he's going to do tonight. Right. Okay. All right, I got this. Mm -hmm. I got this. Here we go. And OKC made some adjustments. Utah didn't make some, didn't make quite as many adjustments there. Um, Ergo, OKC one zero lead. It's still early. 
It's a seven-game series. Sure. Game no, two's on Wednesday. We, there, it's not a time to panic. No okay. panic. No panicking. Well, they just my, need... my, my. <laughs> no panic at all. No, no panic at all, Mike Leach. Yeah. I mean, Jazz Nation, just relax. Things will be okay. Start panicking after game three if things still don't turn around. Okay. That's good. That is good. Yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Um, while, while Hema was obsessing over the NBA playoffs, because that's what he does, he's sitting here. Um, <laughs> should I break the fourth wall a little bit? Do it, bro. He's sitting here in a throwback Utah Jazz jersey, number 12 himself. I came The greatest hard. point guard of all time. <laughs> the greatest point guard of all time. Michael Who. Uh, right? John Stockton, number 12 throwback jazz jersey. I call him St. John. St. John. I Kay. like it. Uh, I call it, you know what I call him? What? Dave's dad. Da- Big Dave's big, dad. Big Dave's dad. David Stockton. <laughs> Shout out to David Stockton. Right. He's on my team. Shout out to David Stockton. He's on my 2K team. Oh, Not really? even kidding. Not even kidding. <laughs> That's I, uh, I pumped up his stats on 2K a little bit. Now he's like this crazy sharpshooting ace. Oh, right. Awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. So shout out to David Stockton. Shout out to John Stockton, who is... Uh, embodying Hemahemuli Jr. Yep. in spirit right now with that sick, sick throwback gas jersey. Here's what we'll do: we'll we'll put we'll take a picture in a couple minutes uh, when we have a break. We'll take a picture. We'll post it onto uh onto the twitters onto the twitters. <laughs> put, right? the, put on the twitter. Is that what the kids are doing these yeah, days? Yeah, we got to put it on the twitters. Then <laughs> <clears throat> um, how about we throw what? Tell them, tell them where we're gonna post that shiz. Where, where, where are you gonna post that? You gonna put that on your Twitter? Nah. At, at Hemahemuli Junior. Or we could put it on your Twitter. Uh, I, I don't believe in Twitter. You know me. <laughs> you know me. I hate Twitter. Yeah. I content all day. I don't want to be on Twitter. Dude, contenting. We're, we content so hard up here in the KSL Sports Beat After Hours podcast. You don't even know. Yeah, so hard, so hard. Um, speaking of content though. There was more than some NBA content going on tonight. Oh, yes, there and, was. And by more, I'm talking about the greatest postseason on the sporting calendar. Right. The Stanley Cup playoffs. Can I get a little? Can I get? Can I get a little? We're gonna play it twice. Oh yeah. We're gonna play it twice. <laughs> In honor, actually, quite fitting this one. Bus complete from the uh, Shining Force Two soundtrack. Because <laughs> my boy Hema, I don't know if you know this, but uh. Yes. My Vegas Golden Knights just went up 3-0 on the Los Angeles Kings. Correction. Our, our Vegas Golden Knights. Our Vegas. Hey, let's <coughs> drink to that. Drink to that. Drink to that Cheers. one. Cheers. Drink to that one. Let me just say. Our Vegas Golden Knights are up 3-0 on the Los Angeles Kings. Down one nothing in the first game, game three in Los Angeles. Down one nothing. And then they scored three unanswered goals in the third period. Crazy. Win it three to two. Two in like 20 seconds or something like that? Yeah, 21 seconds. 21 seconds apart. The equalizer and then the game winner. Um, Or what the go-ahead goal, I guess. The third one would have been the game winner. Right. Um, But ridiculous. Crazy. This team, first-year expansion team out of Las Vegas. Las Vegas' first-ever top-flight professional sports team in the history of that city. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you count like the XFL and the ABA and, and that, right. but I mean, Matt. I guess the ABA was okay back in the day, but sure. We but have in to the modern, that. in the modern era, right? Modern yeah, era. In the modern era. Big four uh, sports. Yeah. Well, well big, big five, big five, big five. right. Big we'll five. talk about that. Sorry, MLS. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. About that. Uh, Hey, we'll get to MLS shortly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Vegas comes in, they win the Pacific division title. Uh, take that number one seed into the playoffs, and now they're up 3-0 looking for a sweep 
in their first ever playoff Nuts. appearance. Mark Andre Fleury is ridiculous in goal. He's like forty seven or right. something like that. He's at least as old as you and me. And uh, remember who and yet they're he's sweeping? Playing like a twenty one year old. Yeah, and they're they're about ready to sweep the Kings. The Kings. What's up with this? Did, have the Kings ever had any good players? Remind me. Uh, some guy named Wayne played for them for a while. Right. Uh, Wayne Gletzky. Something like that. He was Gletzky. Yeah, he was a thing back in the day. Something like right? that, right? I think. No, this. Yeah, this team is historic, right? Wayne Gretzky holds like every record ever, right? If anyone breaks any kind of record. There will be a footnote at the bottom that says "held by Wayne Gretzky in this 1990 whatever." Yeah, right. you want you want to talk about a goat on the level of John Stockton? Wayne Gretzky is at least on the level of John Stockton. Yeah, I'll drink to that. Yeah, greatest of all time, son. Greatest of all time. But let me just tell you that I've been a lifelong Golden Knights fan. Lifelong. Lifelong. Yep. As long as I've been alive, and as long as they've existed. We've liked each other. It's a thing. So so here's the thing. Here's the thing that we really can't discuss right here on this podcast. Because I got a couple friends who uh, were hockey people, uh, most of us. And I've had this conversation with them for years and years and years. Because before the Golden Knights came along, obviously they're an expense franchise this year. So I couldn't root for them before uh, before this, uh, this past fall. And uh, until before that, I would. I always kind of had a soft spot in my heart for my hometown team, the Phoenix Coyotes, mm-hmm. or now the Arizona Coyotes, I guess. Whatever they go back and forth, but <laughs> it's my hometown team. So yeah. the Yotes have been around for a good decade or so, uh, and so I've had a special place in my heart for them. My hockey friends all make fun of me for this because they say, "Well, you can't have hockey in warm weather," right. and I'm like, "Bro, Come like on. we got air conditioning for a reason, guys. Like we're <laughs> we're a civilized country." Right. The United States or Canada, for that matter. Like, we're a civilized country. We can play hockey in the desert. It's totally fine. But they're like, no, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So I ask you, I pose this question to you. Okay, let's hear it. Almighty Hemahemuli (laughs) Jr. Uh, Does warm weather hockey work? Because obviously we're seeing it work pretty well with the Vegas Golden Knights so far. Uh, Does it work as a thing? Is it a big deal? I love seeing the crowds at T-Mobile Arena. I love... One time seeing the crowds with the Phoenix Coyotes, not so much anymore. They play in Glendale now. It's kind of eh. Um, but but is hockey in the desert a thing? Is is warm weather hockey a thing? Can it still be a thing? Yes. I don't understand that argument. Like it, we 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 we're so close to having. Okay, this is where technology is. Where we are right now. I have a computer in my pocket. It's called an iPhone. Right. We have. Holding in your hand right now? I'm holding it in my hand right now. We we have, like, we're almost to the point where we have, like, self-driving cars. True story. True story. So the notion that warm weather cannot foster an ice sport team is ridiculous. Um, I think Vegas, of all the warm weather places should be able to find like really good talent. They should be able to have the best facilities. They should be able to compete toe to toe with legacy teams. And they are, and that's what they're doing. And let's be honest, LA is a warm weather city. It is. It is a warm weather city and LA has got history. LA, the Kings have 
They had the great one at one point. I mean, they've got all this this franchise history in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways. I don't want to just relegate them to a once in the past. Um, this year, yeah, I mean, they had a nice defense. Their offense was very hit and miss. Um, they struggled to score goals at times. And so realistically, Vegas probably should have been favored. Um, I think they definitely, I think, I'm pretty sure they were favored through this series. Uh, if not, they should have been. And they probably should have been pretty favored pretty handily. I mean, that's that's good for the sport to see a team in a new market, a little bit of an kind of off-the-wall market, if you will, if you subscribe to that Warm Mother Hockey notion. That's good to see a team come in and have this much success and really explode out of the gates because that means that the game is growing. Like, if you're a hockey fan, you should be all for this because now Absolutely. all of a sudden there's a new market growing the sport, putting it in at the grassroots level. I mean, you're seeing, you're now seeing, like, professional players mm-hmm. coming out of La- the Las Vegas area. Uh, you got the Zucker kid with uh, Minnesota mm-hmm. who, who's, who's in the NFL. In, in the NHL, getting significant minutes. I mean, as you see that sport grow more and more, you should be like, okay, this is a good thing. Not, not, oh, it's a warm mother town. What do they know? I only subscribe to Canadian <laughs> teams right. or the original six. Guess uh. what? There are more than six teams in the NHL right now. Deal with it. It means that your league is national, even international, that the world's best really do want to come here. And as more and more of the world's best come here, they're going to need more places to play. I, I think Hashtag end rant. <laughs> the expansions are great. I think I love expansions. Sure, there's the argument that like if you expand too quickly, you might run out of money, whatever, dilute the, the talent pool or whatever. But, I mean, to switch sports for a second, like MLS keeps bringing expansion teams in. And, like, Atlanta's killing it right now, right? Atlanta United. And a little team, speaking of LA, something called an LAFC. Oh right, LAFC. They're all right. They're all right for sure, club. Uh, it's 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 crazy. So, I I think that expansions are good. I wish the MLB would expand. I would love a team here. They need to bring back the Expos. You know, like there's lots of expansion is good. You know, that's my point. Expansion is good. Expansion is very good. Uh, so that's a little bit of our rant with the NHL. Do you have any other NHL thoughts? Nah, I'm good. Because moving on from expansion, in a very similar note, we had an expansion this weekend here on the Wasatch Front. Let's kind of go local right now. Let's do it. Uh, the Utah Royals Football Club uh, played their first ever home match in the National Women's Soccer League. Mm-hmm. First year franchise moved, moved. I'm using air quotes, moved from right. Kansas City. Legally, they didn't actually move from the former uh, SC Kansas City. May they rest in peace. Um, pour one out for those girls. Yeah, pour one out for SC Kansas City. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, but they're now in Utah. Uh, Laura Harvey's got herself a great side over yep. there in Harriman slash Sandy. They played their home first home match of the of their inaugural season this year uh, and lost one nil. They lost to Chicago. You saw this game. I was at this game. You can catch all of our covers on KSL.com, So we won't rehash it too much. But right. um, nineteen thousand two hundred and three fans <sighs> for this women's soccer franchise on the Wasatch right. Front. Good for the sport, bad for the sport, indifferent for the sport. Good for the sport, absolutely. The The cool thing was, like, um, we covered for weeks, you know, leading up to these games with the women's team, how the women, they felt like, you know, Papa Loy Loy, Deloy Hansen is is doing it right. Shout out to DLH. <laughs> Shout out to Papa Loy Loy. Drink, drink to DLH. Yeah, got to drink for that guy. Drink to DLH. 
And why are we drinking for him? Because also we need a title sponsor, DLH. So <laughs> hit us up. You know, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not begging, but I, I'm just saying we don't have a title sponsor. <laughs> so so, Papa Loyola has done a great job. You know, um, giving these women top flight facilities top flight service uh treating these women like the top flight athletes that they are because let's be honest the nwsl is the top flight soccer program for women in the world it's the best and for years they have not had top flight facilities and uh services for them and papa Loyola is bringing that back and that's the greatest that's the greatest thing for the sport right now is that he needs to you know, everybody needs to bring that uh, equality back. And I hate to use the word equality, but that's what it is. Like, they, they're they top flight athletes, and they need top flight facilities. No, absolutely. And I think I think what Deloitte Hansen and, and the Utah Royals are doing for the NWSL is a very good thing. This is still a league that it is fully professional, um, but the minimum player salary as of this season, was still $15,000. It's crazy, right? I, I like, mean, that's that's below poverty in some areas of the country. That's be, that's like food stamps. If you So if you don't know or if you're unfamiliar with, you know, uh, the Utah Royals, um, tell them who's on the team, okay? Our skipper is Becky Sauerbrunn. Becky Sauerbrunn, U.S. international defender. Crazy. She's yeah. uber talented. Nicole Barnhart in goal. She's injured right now, uh-huh. but another U.S. international. Kelly O'Hara, Kelly O'Hara. outside back. Shout out to Kelly O'Hara, who had the money quote, I think, of that 1-0 uh, loss right. to the Red Stars. You can catch that on KSL.com if you don't know what I'm talking about. But Yeah. Also look up the app, by the way. Yeah. And the KSL TV app, Where live streaming partner of the Royals, except when they play on Lifetime. Right. Which but they we still love game. you guys. We still love, love you guys on <laughs> Lifetime. You guys are still great. You're well, that, that's such a weird, like, I mean, it's, it's place. A, to... It's a national network. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a national network. It's, it's just like, I didn't know what I was watching. It's like, hey, hey, come watch this uh, Lifetime game of the, uh, Lifetime NWSL game of the week, and then stick around for the latest Hallmark movie. <laughs> Starring B-list celebrities that are on the decline. <laughs> love love you, Lifetime. Love you, Lifetime. I really am glad that Lifetime's getting into live sports. I think it's yeah, kind of cool. It's cool. Uh, but it is a little bit it's a little It weird. was a little weird at first. Um, it is but, a little weird. But we digress, you know. Anyway, the, but so here's a league. Here's a league that's fully professional. There are nine teams this season. We're going to be 10, but RIP Boston Breakers. That really was sad. Yeah. They um, folded. And their minimum player salaries are now at 15000 Players make between 15000 and 44000 except for a handful of players that are rostered by the U.S. or Canadian Federation. Um, their salaries fall under the federations, and therefore they're allowed to potentially make a little bit more. But these women, uh, like, it's but, crazy. But for the most part, I mean, they're not ridiculous salaries. Like, right. these are pretty normal or even below normal living wages for professional athletes in North America. Not just professional athletes. These women have won three, three World Cups. The Americans, at least. Right, the Americans. The That's Americans. What, Sorry. That, yeah, yeah. The, Americans. the Americans. And that includes and the ones in the in the US pool. Sure. But that includes Becky Sauerbrunn, Kelly O'Hara, like Amy Rodriguez. Amy Rodriguez who came who's off the bench the for team. the Royals today. Her first match in over a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these women Today, Saturday. <laughs> what day Saturday. Is it? <laughs> it's late. It's all one big blur for us. It is a big blur. Um but yeah, it's ridiculous it's crazy that these women make so little and they've won three World Cups, right? The men have like not even sniffed a World Cup champion. Hey, hey, World Cup semifinalist in 1950, <laughs> baby. 
Okay. Come on, get it right. Okay. Semi-finals. Semi-finals of the World Cup in 1950. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Next story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like these women have I done. I think. I think there were. I believe there were 14 teams to qualify for the World Cup that year. Mm. I think it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Semi-finalists though. Semi-finals. <laughs> but the, the men never won. And the women have done Never it thrice. Won. Not Never once, won. not twice, but thrice. Thrice. And so That's it's, right. yes. Shout out to 1999, by the way. <laughs> um, the moment that really got me into, interested in soccer. Yeah. So anyways, there's that. The women, they, they lost. Um, it was unfortunate because we were banging on the door the whole match. Like, Gunny had a header that went right over the crossbar, like just barely. Um, who else had a shot? It was... Uh, uh, no, I mean certainly banging on the door. I mean, I, I mean Chicago had two shots on goal all night. Yeah, two shots on goal, and one of them was just a yeah. beauty, beautiful finish. It was a beauty, um, <clears throat> like top corner, and uh, yeah, sometimes it just shakes out that let's, way. Let's let's watch that one. The cross, Nagasato is defended well. Colaprico picks it up. The volley is in the goal. Chicago oh. strikes first. Colaprico. Danny Colaprico. Roll it back one more time. She was marked, I think. Uh, as much as Rory Dames wants to say he want to go away from the transition type style in this league, this oh, all comes she just winning back. the ball in the midfield. They get it wide. They've only got three, four players around the box, and it pops that out man? to Colaprico. No one's there. And then just this sweet strike, brilliant connection, dips it up and over Abby Smith. Yeah, so Danny Colabrico, fourth goal for NWSL career. First goal of the year from about 22 yards out. Just a ridiculous volley. Uh, it's the first NWSL goal at Rio Tinto Stadium. So you know what I think oh. that means? Achievement unlocked, baby. The Chicago Red Stars unlocked an achievement this weekend in Salt Lake. <laughs> drink to that <laughs> one. Drink to that one. Yeah, drink to that. That's good uh, for the No, but I mean a great, great match. Great match overall. Great to see more than 19,000 fans at the Riot. Uh, for that one, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that this team is going to attract 19,000 fans per game, like every single game in their inaugural sure. season. Um, I think that'd be great if they did. I also think it's probably a little unrealistic. Well, they can't because <laughs> or they're going to play most of their games, right? Are they going to play in here? They're at Rio Tinto. Oh, yeah, okay. they're at Rio Tinto. Um, but, but I mean, I I think it's probably a little unrealistic to assume that they're going to bring in eighteen or nineteen thousand sure. fans uh, in every single game. When you're talking about a league whose outside of Portland, the league average is about five thousand fans a game. Orlando draws, I think, around like six or seven thousand somewhere in there. But yeah. but for the most part, they're fairly low. Um, what I'm hoping to see out of Utah soccer community, which is vibrant, by the way, mm-hmm. very vibrant, and I think it's especially dedicated to women's soccer, just because of uh, the collegiate side in the past, the high school sure. side, the club side. Uh, we produce very good women's soccer players here. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm hoping one out of every two fans from last Saturday comes back in a couple Absolutely. weeks when the Royals, Utah Royals host Portland, and they keep coming back and keep coming back keep and coming keep coming back. back. They're at just over 5,000 season tickets sold so far. Uh, if they can get those guys and then each one of those season ticket holders, say, brings a friend, get us between like, you know, eight to 10,000 in a crowd uh, for each game. 
and of course by us, I mean the state of Utah. I think it'd be great for the state. I think it'd be great for the soccer community. Uh, I think it'd be fantastic for the NWSL. Um, and they're certainly on their way with a really good showing, just very well played soccer, very good officiating. Yeah, that's something that you don't good. that you don't hear often oh in MLS gosh. circles. Don't but, get me started. But the NWSL officiating. Uh, on that Saturday match, pretty good. It was really good. Like yeah. I, th- I thought it was really good. Yeah, there were one or two moments that probably weren't perfect. But when you're talking about bang bang live action calls, um, I think they were all def- without replays. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they were all defensible. They were great. Mm-hmm. I think they were certainly defensible, and there wasn't anything that really stood out as one side got uh, royally screwed. No pun intended. <laughs> over the other, so. Yep. Shout out to the NWSL. Shout out to the Utah Royals. Uh, good to see soccer really taking off here in the Salt Lake Valley. Uh, and hopefully we uh, get to see a little more of it. Hope so, too. The one thing I was, like, worried about with them taking this first loss is, like you mentioned, like, I don't want the numbers to dip. Um, I think having a new sport in the state is great. I think losing is not great, but losses are going to come. Not everyone can win, you know. So, uh, yeah, and that, that kind of reminds what me did, of... What did Kelly O'Hara tell us after the match? <laughs> some some, team, some teams uh, start out strong and they fade by the That's end. Right. Other teams struggle a little bit early, and then they're the team to beat by the end of the season. So Utah Royals, I mean, I, I'm sure she was kind of sort of insinuating this. I'm mm-hmm. not necessarily prophesying this, but maybe... It's a long season. It's a long season. The NWSL is a very long season. It can be a little bit of slog uh, by the middle of the summer. You really want to be peaking coming into like August, September, Mm -hmm. uh, rather than in April. Yeah. I I mean, we still have several months of really good, high-quality soccer in arguably what I really think is the best women's professional soccer league in the world. Um, So don't fall off the bandwagon just yet, Utah. Right. Just relax. Yeah. Just like with the Jazz, man. Just relax. Just relax. Just Uh, take it. 17 games under 500 or something like that? 12 games? 12 games under 500 Mm -hmm. in the middle of the year? Yeah. And now look at them. Yeah. It was was, was crazy. It's fine. Um, This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. (laughs) Everything's burning around us, but this is fine. Yeah. This is fine. This is fine. Yep. It's fine, guys. Uh, Hema, I want to roll out on uh, something a little bit important. Well, my, my, my. Mm. Um, this is non-sports related. My interest is peaked. Yeah, this is non-sports related. But you haven't heard the new song from my boy, James the Mormon. No, I yeah. haven't, yeah. actually. We're Facebook friends, so I can call him my boy. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. I've seen it going around. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, and... So Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, it's called Buck Wild, James okay. the Mormon, The Lake, uh, a bunch of local rap rappers from the Utah scene um, put this little track, this little ditty together, and I want to get Hemahemuli Jr.'s uh, <laughs> live reaction to JTM's latest track right here on the KSL Sports Beat After Hours podcast. Absolutely. Full disclosure. Okay, hold up. Full disclosure. Uh, I didn't even hear about James the Mormon like when his first, you know, that song, uh, what was his first one? Before the BYU one. Motivation? Uh, so there was Restoration. No. It's a song about the first vision. No. The motivation. Shout out to Joseph Smith. No, my boy Junior Miley is on that one. Um, uh, is motivation. Oh, motivation. Motivation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That track came out and it was <laughs> fire. And I was like, who is this cat? He is fire. And I bought his album. I followed him. And yeah, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I haven't seen this yet. So yeah. So we're uh, going to we're gonna get Hemahemuli Jr.'s 
live reaction to uh, James the Mormon's latest song called Buck Wild with Buck a couple Wild. special cameos. Uh, I'm not going to ruin I'm not going to ruin the surprise too much, but here we go. Okay. Hmm. The Lake Cypher. When you mong enter the cipher, it's definitely destined alive. And the record is rhymes are respected by rivals. Your steps are deciphered as reckless reminders. Discretion's <laughs> advised if you question your lines when you mess with a mic, well, then get behind us. Been staring at the sun so long, I see shades of orange. Put citation to shake your organs, break your ankles on hardwood. You can have a Gordon Haywood moment. Whenever I have a name that launches, forever in the basement gorging. Whenever you would crave a portion, begging me to take precaution for a play, but would change the program. Get it. Product of this, product of that. Don't pop for the cheese, get caught with a rat. No pop when I step wow. off on a track like y'all ain't. No, that sauce in the back, that wash in the rack So off in the back, my coke gon' shine like a boss in the lack Fall mm. on the back, watch it collapse, no shot got made If you not got the chances to do it, like I do it This a movement, keep it fluid, pushing through it Like he knew it, if he knew it, he gon' prove it, he gon' prove it Watch him wreck it, make him move it any mm. second Check the record, check the record, check the record I run the valley Wait like a silicone, cut you off in bilico uh. Cross you up before I shoot my shot and break your ankle bones oh. I ain't got no competition, all I see is stepping stones Let you keep it clean and get you fixed like a methadone Said I'm not a rapper But I still get itch to prove Yeah, hit that number one And hit the folks up on them blues Yeah, stay up in the south But you can't forget the juice Yeah, uh. soldier boy Tell him crank that back Now watch me you <laughs> About to set the precedence Commie's got the feminist Commie's got the atheist Don't call me Mr. Best at this I never realized Until the day Selena died That I had missed the opportunity To see Selena live uh. Heartbroken If I drop weight I'm Seth Rogen If I stay big I'm Jonah Hill with the mic skills and the minefield, I'm blowing up. Getting oh, old, no sorry, that's a no-go. I'ma be a kid forever like El Chavo Del Ocho. Nah, I ain't got much time, cause I've been feeding my daughter with a dissimilar orders. Too busy being the father below the Mason Dixon line, so that's not how I was brought up. I love the boxing ring. Yeah, the hair comes right here. So you take my kindness for weakness, the truth on the mic, I speak it. HQ my name for a reason, they say CN is believe it. Do it because I breathe it, like it, love it, believe it. E-D-D, I-N-G. Oh man, Tupac's alive! Tupac! Oh man, is that DB, bro? That Tupac? Oh. Is that Tupac? This ain't about my street swag, more like Dang. the ability. Or Devon Blackman. Drop the tape and it did numbers, flowing lightning. Bars are thunder, Superman. Y'all boy wonder. Throw up six, B6. I'm trying to pack all these arenas. Shout out to the black. Yo, DB killed it. I'm talking savage, boy, just look at my demeanor. Got a girl, man, she Latina. I don't talk much, no subpoena. And must, I remind you, we got that sauce like Valentino. They been sleeping on us, it's time to wake. Time is ticking, better detonate. Do it working, no, we never stopping. It's the only option, ain't no other way. RT in the lake, two together, something you you can't do everybody want to be the greatest when you come and never make on hate man drop that mic i like it. it man that was cool what'd you think give me your full honest review oh i loved it that was cool no it's like ah, dude james gets like jtm gets a lot of hate i feel like because unfortunate he's it's really unfortunate dude because he spits bars 
that was cool. Oh man, I can't even. I have to roll it back to like listen to the lyrics again. But so like the Gordon that, Hayward, that shout Gordon out Hayward bro. line, bro. I mean, oh, I love it because yeah, I'm jazz still fans salty. love that. I'm still salty. Yeah, jazz fans love that. Pour that salt. Uh, shout out to Gordon Hayward though. <laughs> I really don't want to see that to anybody. Ouch. Ouch. Gets the Tony Fina treatment, though. Sure. Whew. Well, I mean, Donnie almost had a scare tonight. That's true. And, That's fair. Uh, yeah. Jazz fans know how Celtics fans feel. Sort of. A little bit? A little bit. Nah. Maybe really. a little bit. <laughs> that was tight. I uh, liked it. Yeah. Anywho, good stuff. Shout out to James Mormon, my boy, JTM, uh, friend of the podcast. We're gonna have to, we should get him on the show one day. Oh, that'll be I'll dope. Reach out. I'll reach out to him. Okay. I'll see what we can do. Um, I'll try to. I'll try to work it out. Um, anything else, Hemdog? No, man. It's been a good, been a good, uh, good sports week so far. Spring football's been happening all around. By the way, my brother tore it up at Stanford this past Saturday. Oh, that's right. Go find him on Facebook. Yeah, he's on Facebook. He's on Facebook. Right, right. Find Facebook him on Facebook. Page. Check out uh, all his. We had his like. I cut what's, what's up. His, the, what's the Facebook page? It's Houston Hamuli. Houston Hamuli. He's number 34, com, Facebook. Houston Hamuli, yep. number 34 for Stanford. Check gonna it out. Going to kill it this year. He's going to kill it. We got, we got I can a, feel it. He is, he is officially, you know what? He's getting He's getting the sports beat seal of approval. Excellent. Right there, Houston Hamuli from Stanford. We don't normally do that <laughs> from the uh, non-local team. Right, right. But, but he's a local boy. We'll be watching. We'll be watching. Houston, shout out to Houston. Shout out to Houston. Make sure he gets his podcast so he knows he oh, get, for sure. gets the shout out. Uh, Yeah. So that'll do it. Uh, Jazz go down 0-1 to the Thunder. First round of the playoffs. Game two this Wednesday. Check us out, KSL.com. KSL Sports Beat. I think there's only one other thing to say. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks, guys. That is. Shout out to Coach Witt. That's right. Shout out to you, Coach Witt. Uh, Shout out. Shout out to James Mormon. Shout out to Spring Football. Shout out to Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz. Catch game two this Wednesday. Let's get it, boys. Night in Oklahoma City. Find all of our coverage on KSL.com, sports.ksl.com. I'm Sean Walker. He's Hamahe Mooley. Junior. Junior. This has been another KSL Sports Beat After Hours podcast. Yup. I've got yeah. three three wives already.